0: It's not in Chino anymore, it's in Moreno Valley. Moreno Valley, yeah. All right. Just a little bit further.
1: You're listening to Your Life in America on KZAALP 96.5 FM. You just heard a bunch of songs from the Mm -hmm. Chicano Soul Shop Volume 1 off Trejo's Music. Um, as well as some throwback jams from Tara New and her two uh, singles, Mama Didn't Lie, and also Satisfy My Soul, featuring Baby Bash. And I have to say, I am completely, completely honored and grateful to be joined here by Mr. Danny Trejo himself. Danny, how are (laughs) you?
0: What's up? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing, everything is great. All I got to do is put a record on with uh, Tara's voice and life gets better. You know, we've got a beautiful voice. And and uh, so the minute I heard her, when we had a, we actually had an open call in Pacoima and she showed up and she just blew everybody away when she sang. And I just, that's how we started our record label.
1: That's awesome. Thank you, Danny. And Tara's actually here with us, too. Tara, how are you doing? Hey,
2: I'm good. Thanks for having me, and it's nice to meet you, sort of, via Zoom.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've probably exchanged, like, 50 emails in the last week, I, I think. know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being so on your emails. This is great. A lot of times, that's where conversations go to die, and I'm like,
1: oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, so so I'm
0: in the studio here. <laughs> I like this, Tara. Different conversations
1: go to die. Um, So I have Tara and Danny on Zoom. We got the computer hooked up to the mixing board, and we are airing this interview live on KZAA 96.5 FM in Santa Barbara out of the studio inside of Casa de la Raza on the east side. Um, So, yeah, that's right. Um, Okay, Mr. Trejo, I know you only have about 30 minutes, so first things first i want I wanted to talk about about your label um with so many ventures and so many things I mean you're a legend everything you've done uh when and how did you did you get the idea or desire to get into uh a record label into
0: music well i I just uh I wanted to you know I've always been like trying to help youth and stuff and I remember hearing a lot of singers that basically in the music business, you know, you can have a great voice, but if you don't know somebody, you're just going to be singing in the bathroom, you know? (laughs) And uh, so I said, you know, let's have an open call. We had an open call in Pacoima and uh, Tara showed up and I already had one uh, girl, a little girl, uh, Twixie, who was also a singer. And uh, Tara just showed up and blew the whole line away. Even the people waiting in line. Uh, for an audition, were clapping for her, you know, and and uh, some of them heard her and laughed. They just said, "Well, okay, that's." And uh, the minute I heard her, it was like, I, I, you know, I just said, "Wait a minute, let's uh, let's see this." And I always like say, "Okay, well, can you do this? And can you do that? And uh, and uh, sure." And so then I would I would uh, when we said, "Okay, well, let's let's try to see how you work." So I would give her a song, you know, and usually. When somebody gives you a song, it's kind of like homework. I don't know if you're a good homework person, but I would, <laughs> if my homework was due on Friday, I started trying to finish it Friday morning. Yeah. You know, so okay, so what you know, I I would give it to her on on Wednesday and say I'll hear it Friday. Wednesday night she would call me and say, Yeah, I got that song, and she would sing it over the phone. You know. Damn. Damn, you know. So it was like obvious we weren't we, we were not gonna gonna get rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. So and, and so uh, it was funny because when uh, when my record label it fell apart at first it kind of got burnt for a lot of money and my one of the singers left. Not Tara. Tara was very very loyal, and I remember telling her, hey, I don't have a record label anymore. I don't know what to do," and she, she kind of said, "Well, I, I, that's the end of my dream," you know been her dream. I, nah, you know, hang on, we got to do something. So I remember when I said my prayers, I, I said, God, you know, you didn't bring us this far. You know, don't let me let people down. Yeah. And two days later, I ran into a guy named Baby Bash and who is, who is real well known and knows the music business. And I told him what had happened. This guy burned me for some money. So I really didn't know what to do. And he says, well, let me hear her. Bring her down to the studio. I said, "Well, you're in Houston, aren't you?" He goes, "No, no, no. I moved. I'm over here in Chatsworth. and so I'm in Mission Hills." You know, so yeah. I, wow, cool. So, we brought Tara into the into the booth, and the minute he heard her, says, "You got a winner." You and course, you got a winner. And so we went there, though we, but you know, we didn't want to immediately start pushing out records by Tara, so let's get a collaboration of people and put her in the album so people will start to know her so now the last show we had last week when I said Tara knew everybody knew her from her song mama didn't like you know so she's she's getting pretty well known and uh so now she's got two records and one with baby bash on this next album uh trejo's uh soul classics and uh and and Twixie the girl that uh had left uh and had a little problem she came back and we you know we've got her she's got 2 years clean now so that's right I saw, <laughs> yeah and you got to interview support, you know and we just i remember the third time I put her into the fourth time I put her in detox uh she said, please don't throw me away. I said, Aww. trick nobody away. But God gave you a gift, just like he gave Tara. Yeah. But not everybody gets you guys. And you're abusing that gift and you're gonna lose it. No, no, I won't. So she got two years cleaning. She's got a, a two records on this album too, you know. So
1: that's awesome. Yeah, one thing I wanted to one thing I wanted to say was um I love the the compilation. I feel like compilations are things that that have kind of died out a little bit, you know. And I love I love the I love the whole the whole vibe of the compilation. And I also love that you well, pressed it on vinyl.
0: Yeah. Bad, uh, I honestly believe that a, a, a constellation of uh, a music on an album is kind of like sharing. You know, I know there's big stars that know they'll make all the money by themselves. You know, but I, I just feel it's like, wait a minute, man. You know, there's so many people that, that 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 need to be out there. You know, and so, so when we're like Trish Toledo Trista a good friend of mine, lover, and she's gonna do something, so she immediately invited invited us. Bring Kara, bring Twixie. You know, you guys be on my show. So. So we did a show last week with her. This week we're doing a big show, April seventeenth on Saturday in Moreno Valley, and uh, it's the fourth annual Autism Car Show. Awesome. And Tara and Twixie are gonna be uh gonna be uh, uh performing.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll I will definitely post that for all my listeners to hear. Please. Um. Yeah. So Tara, I wanna ask you, what was it like going to that first open call? Like what how much information did you have about what you were getting into? Did you know Danny was gonna be there? Like how did that all work? So I
2: knew he was gonna be there. Um I knew he was just having an open call and I would just be one of many and waiting in the line and I was like, Well, oh, it's worth a shot, you know, you never know how it's gonna go. Yeah. And anything I get to meet Danny Trejo which you know I grew up watching his movies so I was like it's kind of a win-win <laughs> of course I was like all right I have to sing for Danny Trejo <laughs> <laughs> that uh that was a trip so as soon as I got in there I started singing um I had an English song and a Spanish song prepared the English song was Chandelier by Sia and then the Spanish song it was I think Sionaves by Selena nice. and I didn't I got through the part of the English song, and then uh, I guess he had decided he liked my voice because <laughs> I never got to the Spanish song. He was like, okay, you know. And Danny, I'll never forget, when you handed me your phone, you said, here, put your number in and, and put your name and say on the side, like, number one singer. And oh, that just, like, made my life right there.
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh, is this real life? <laughs> I was... That's a great story. And then what was it like getting into the studio with, you know, someone like Baby Bash and and kind of getting starting to get into that whole scene? That was
2: a trip, too, because I grew up listening to Baby Bash. You know, uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, we had this radio station called Hot Z 95 and he was always on it. I mean, like, my friends, we had posters of him, like, on our wall, I'm like, well, I get to meet him, and not only just meet him, but actually do a song with him, it was,
1: like, again, one of those, is this real life moments. That's so awesome. Danny, I wanted to ask you about um, maybe when you were younger, or or what, you know, what are your musical influences, artists that, artists that, you know, mean a lot to you or meant a lot to you when you were a kid, you know?
0: You know, I, I grew up, you know, like in the '50s and '60s, so oldies. Yeah. You know, I was around when the oldies were new, and James Brown was just getting started. But well, we used to go to the uh, to the Almani Legion Stadium, and uh, Art Laboe and uh, Art Laboe still go. In fact, Tara. There were like 60,000 people in a, in, a, in a stadium that we were at. And Tara hadn't even performed yet in, in front of people. And so I just kind of said, hey, I want to thank Art LeBeau for always giving newcomers a chance. There's a lot of people that owe their career to Art LeBeau. And he didn't know what was going on. I said, And Art LeBeau is going to introduce this other singer, Tara New. She came <laughs> up. Art was going, well, Whoa, what's going on? And her eyes, honest to God, were this big. And she was I sing, sing, sing. And she blew it. I mean, she was like, whoa. It was like she came out with mama didn't lie. And people started singing. You know, anytime a crowd starts singing with you, you're in, you know. And so definitely. They uh and then it's so funny because she came out and, and Tara Karen looks Caucasian, even though she's half Mexican. still looks very good. Yeah. She out, she... And the, gr- the group is, you know, 94 and 5 tenths Mexican out there, right? And and uh, they're all looking at, what's this white girl going to do? But when she... Quiero saludar a todos mis amigas que And they all like, she busted out. They love her. You know, they they immediately found out, oh, yeah, well, well yeah, her voice is Mexican. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tara, what was, I'd like to hear that from your point of view. From from That's a lot of people to be out in front of you, you know. It was, was a lot.
0: Like?
1: Yeah.
2: It was just when I looked at it, I remember just seeing, like, the sea of heads. It was just heads <laughs> as far as you could see. And then um, when Danny introduced me in, like uh, to the surprise of Art LeBeau, <laughs> and then I got out there, before I even started singing, uh, I guess they were getting the music together, so there was like a, a pause, you know, because I think everyone was kind of thrown off. <laughs> um, and then I think someone yelled out, like, you go, girl. And I was like, OK, this is going to be fun. You know? <laughs> and when I started singing, everyone was just really into it. To this day, that's still my favorite show.
1: The and you had absolutely <laughs> no idea.
0: None. That's the I way had to, to <laughs> do it,
1: Danny. That's that's the way to do it.
2: <laughs> Nobody says no to Danny, so he just shows up and be
1: like, I'm the singer. man, I know. Oh, um I'm the singer. So I wanted to ask you about so so the Chicano Soul Shop volume one, it came out twenty nineteen, right? Yeah. Um I so I this I interview mostly punk and hardcore bands, but I I mean I I also do a, a Your Life in Prison series. I've done two interviews from inside Avenal State Prison that have aired on the radio live, which was really awesome. Yeah, so I mean I'll do anything, but in that scene of music, people press vinyl all the time, and I feel like in today's world with streaming and everything, pressing vinyl for a record is not as big as it used to be. So was that something that you knew right off the bat you were going to do or um you know
0: absolutely. I yeah. mean, you know I you know, I still got a few 45s running. Mm-hmm. Around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you awesome. know and uh, it's funny it's like I've got a I got a 42 Chevy with a tape player in it and about uh, about 10 uh old eight track tapes you know, and so, you know, it just, hey, like I love old cars, I love old music. You know what I mean? And and uh, I I think uh, the nostalgia is just like awesome. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, and so, in in putting together the compilation and and the label, was Tara Tara? Were you, or were you kind of the first artist to really? to really get things going or, or, cause there's a lot of people on that record. So are they all, uh, Trejo's music artists or how does, how does that work?
2: Um, for that record, I believe I'm, uh, Danny, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I think only Trejo's music person on that record. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. As, far as like, uh, see what I, what I did and baby bass, like I said, knowing, knowing uh, a, a lot of people in the industry and his name being, Solid gold because he's never burned anybody, yeah. you know. And if he says he's going to do something, so he just asks for a favor hey, can you come do a, Give us a side. Uh, and uh, Frankie J, also, who's a really good friend of mine, Joey Quinones, they just absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I said, you know what, let's put an album together for Dara. and they did, you know, just immediately. And so, uh, uh this next one is it's the same thing, it's like we have a great. Uh, compilation of of uh, of artists going on, yeah.
1: Definitely, and the the vibe of the whole record it's it's cruising music, one hundred percent. It's yeah. just it's just got the I don't know. I'm a California kid, Southern California kid in uh, real right, life, right. and it's just got that like summertime, California
0: like yeah. just feel He's good. PC cruising, BC, cruising <laughs> BCH, Van Nuys Boulevard, Whittier Boulevard. That's you know right. so Funny, I, I used to cruise. Van Nuys Boulevard in 1961, 1962. And uh, somebody once asked my daughter, Where did your dad grow up? And hey, my daughter, He hasn't. Haven't you seen his car? <laughs> they still own <all> cars. <laughs>
1: Cruising Van Nuys in the Rampla.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was the first person to actually drive my 65 Buick Riviera because we did a. a a video and and uh, she actually drove the 65 buick riviera she, make it a hop make it
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool there's this little switch and i just had to like flip the switch and then go bloop, bloop. Yeah. And I like, this is
1: like a dr dre music video
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we you know so so you know what it's like a like i said everything i've ever done uh, everything I've ever done for somebody's always turned out to be great for me. It's almost selfish. You know, it's like you're a really good person because the rewards are unbelievable. You know, and I don't know if it's selfish or what, but I think that's the way the good Lord wants us to live, helping everybody. You know what I mean? And it's like Tara, everybody I know that we carry socks and t-shirts and just hand them out to the homeless. And it doesn't, you know, it 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 doesn't bother us, it doesn't hurt, it's just you know what you do you know and it just, it, but that makes you feel good so yeah i like doing things that make me feel good
1: yeah if i can think of everybody else a little less than i think of myself things usually turn out pretty good
0: yeah right right yeah well one of the reasons one of the reasons i honestly believe that our restaurants stood open during the pandemic is that we never stopped giving out food to the homeless you know everybody's and restaurants right around the corner from us in Hollywood closed. that they boarded up. They couldn't afford. And we just, we had a donut shop and wow. You know, everybody likes donuts. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. You, I mean, you, you know, you definitely know, you know, you know what it feels like to be in those people's shoes. And I think no matter what the circumstances are, at least for me too, I'm always going to be there to help. Cause I know what it's like, you know, um, so I, yeah, and I wanted to touch on the video, the music videos, real quick. So we had a uh, uh, "Mama Mama Didn't Lie" and then "Satisfy My Soul." Both did videos yeah. for both of them. Um, I love both of the videos. The, <laughs> I love the <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe if you guys want to talk, uh, or Danny, or whoever, talk a little bit about you know the production of those, how those came together, who you worked with, what the you know where the ideas came from. <gasps>
0: Who shot, who shot the video was Concrete, wasn't it? What didn't he? Both of them. Yeah, a the, yeah, uh, uh, guy named Concrete, was unbelievable, man. But, you know, the thing about our record label is, uh, you know, there's people that can do a uh, $5, $500,000 video, right? Well, we have to make a $500 video look like a twenty thousand dollars. You know, and concrete is unbelievable at doing that. You know, mm-hmm. he's just great at making making it look like, you know, and he's a great great artist. So uh mama didn't I love Mama didn't lie. We shouted in my backyard. It was just like <laughs> kinda of cool. Is that and uh is that
1: the one where you come yeah. out sweeping? What? Is that the one where you come out in the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: He, he's in the other one too.
1: He makes cameo appearances in both. And did you, did, Tara, did you have any, um, idea of how you wanted those to look or, or, uh, cause, cause I guess the visuals match the audio like 100%. So I'm just wondering <laughs> if, did you have any, did you have any vision for how you wanted it to look or was that kind of all done by other people?
2: Um, I had a a bit of a vision, uh, but in that first one for Mama Didn't Lie, it was basically all Concrete's vision uh, to just do like a backyard barbecue kind of scene. Yeah. um, A dance place, invite all our friends. This was, you know, pre-COVID, so we could just like all get together. And it was a lot of fun. Um, And then for this most recent one, Satisfy My Soul, um, I had a little bit more creative input on it. uh, But again, I was just like Concrete your so just you know, go with what you think and then with this one that's about to come out called drama I actually wrote up the script for it and I shared it with concrete like hey what do you think and you know, give me feedback let's work together on it and so um, this this one that that's about to come out was um, more so my vision uh, that he agreed with so it worked out
1: <laughs> that's so awesome so when you say script you mean like the little intro the little intro video yeah, well,
2: and throughout the whole music video, okay, like cool. what the lyrics and just to tell the story, you know,
1: that's so, so awesome.
2: It's, it's really nice to have like the respect to have the creative input, um, yeah. not just with like songwriting, but even with the visuals with music videos. And um, yeah, it, it just it really means a lot to be able to fully create and not have to hold myself in some box, you know.
1: Yeah. No, that's amazing. And I think Danny, you probably have a, your, maybe your ideas for the label were, were, you know, really geared towards that. Cause you get like a big old corporate record label. They're going to tell you, probably going to tell you what, how, how it's going to be done, what they want. And, and, you know, to be able to work alongside Danny and, and make your visions come to life and, and just have it be fun and DIY kind mm-hmm. of thing. And like, you know, that's the feel I get when I watch it. So, um, Danny, I imagine that's kind of what you, you know, what, what you feel or how you feel about the label, you know, and your artists.
0: I think I think all of us are really blessed because we, 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 we love what we do and we get to do what we love, you know? So when Tara has an idea, cool, let's do it. You know what I mean? Cause I, I don't have no, you know, no qualms about accepting somebody's idea and neither is concrete. You know, it's, it's kind of a, We've become just a big family. You know, sure. Twixie, Tara, me, Baby Bass, Concrete, you know, Joey Quinones, Trish Toledo. Uh, these people have just all become very close friends, you know, and, yeah. and uh, that's when that's when things are fun, you know. When you can shoot a music video, and really have a barbecue at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, it's when it's authentic. And... Bring your kids
0: and can jumped in the pool.
1: <laughs> um, okay, let me just let the listeners know real quick in case they don't. I mean, Danny, your voice is pretty recognizable, but uh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking to Danny Trejo and uh, Tara New right now. Uh, we're live on KZAA LP 96.5 FM inside of Casa de la Raza um thank you thank you both again so much from the bottom of my heart it means a lot to me to to hang out and talk for a little bit um Danny before you go I wanted to ask you about so you had a little verse on the on the compilation and uh, <laughs> on uh stranger in your heart and yeah. uh I just wanted to ask you about that did you you know what was that experience like for you to you know re- re-
0: writing it uh, recording it <laughs> I thought it was great. We needed somebody in the background and, and they do this. Okay, so <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. Did so you did you that write was, that? Debut,
1: that was your debut. To,
0: not to quit my day job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so is that the those 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 couple little lines, did you write those? Uh, we put them together, yeah, with bash. Oh cool. Um The other thing I really like about the record is how it's kind of like you're calling into a radio show and you've got, you know, and you've got these jams and they're just flowing along. And then, you know, your voice comes on and you're like, yo, you're listening. You know, it's kind of it's kind of like what we do here. You know, it's a little little radio station. We play, you know, oldies. We play soul. We play all kinds of stuff. You know, I have people call in and it's just, you know. And so I thought to be able to capture that on a record from when you listen to it from beginning to end, that's what it sounds like. Um, I just thought that was really
0: cool I thought it was, it was so much fun. it was so much fun. And when bass said, "Hey, you know what, let's do it." I said, "Cool, let's do it." and uh and uh, when he said, "You because know, what kinds of well, who's going to be the DJs?" he says, well, you got the most recognizable voice in the world." <laughs> Like you don't have to say this is the So okay, so we just went with that. and Just came out really, really. I really, I really liked the the product. You know, I really liked yeah. what came out. You know, so and so that's I think is really. You know, I, I think that's part of of why I love doing it. You know, I like the end product.
1: Definitely, and is uh so the Soul Collection. That is that what the next one's going to be called.
0: Yes, yes. Is that going to be yes.
1: a is that going to be another full
0: length? So classic. Yes sir. It full, you know, all all the way down with video.
1: <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to it. I'll definitely play it on the radio and I'll definitely Yeah, promote it. Yeah, no doubt. Um So, Danny, did you have to go at uh
0: 5:30? Yep, I got to get going. God okay. bless you. Yeah, you thank too. You hey, so
1: thank you so much. Um Looking forward to everything coming in your label, and I just want to say, as some, as another, as a person in recovery, uh, thank you for everything that you do for the recovery community. For you know, I have a lot of friends incarcerated, and I know that you know that means a lot to you. And I see everything you do with that, and I just want to say, as someone who comes from that world, thank you very much. Uh, we need we need my, people like you.
0: My son lives in Lombard Danny Dreo. Hello, how are you, my son? I love you. And Danny Levitov also lives up there near Santa Barbara. God bless you. <laughs>
1: and a TDRT
0: full length. Are we gonna get that or no? <laughs> We're
1: well, hoping God bless. All right, take care. Bye Danny, thank you. Tara, do you have a little bit longer? Yeah. Okay, cool. So um so, Okay, so that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to like ask Danny too many questions, but I was like, okay, hey, we only have him for like 30 minutes, and then uh, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, no, that was perfect. Um, and he's happy to answer questions, yeah, he's good at like telling stories and yeah, definitely.
1: Um, <laughs> I love the story about you. Be that's like, I didn't want to like overreact, but that is crazy. So, were you just backstage at the Art LeBeau thing and then just kind of yeah. just like hanging out and then? Did you did he even say anything or did you just hear him start saying what he was saying? So I had the thought that it was a possibility
2: that I might uh get thrown out there just <laughs> sing. so I brought my like background, you know, music, my tracks and everything and I gave it to the sound person. I said, "Hey, um I have no idea what's going to happen, but just in case, here's my music." <laughs> a really good thing I did that because otherwise I'd be standing there and like acapella (laughs) (laughs) but I was I wasn't sure and then whenever Danny went out there and he's like oh Art Lebeau let's all hear it for Art Lebeau you know and everyone's like it's a bunch of people and then he's like you know I want to thank Art Lebeau for always giving you know young you know, new artists a chance and right now i'm going to bring out my artist tara new tara <laughs> like do you have your music i'm like he's got my music
1: <laughs> that's so crazy <laughs> staring
2: at like sixty thousand people and they're all staring back at me and i'm like okay guess i'm doing this
1: <laughs> what a crazy way to to come out and, and perform in front of that large of a crowd that's so funny
2: yeah uh, you know and he did he did something similar well i had a little bit more of a heads up for this other thing um before this Art LeBeau concert, there was a um, a Dodgers game.
1: Go Dodgers. And, uh,
2: go Dodgers. And, um, and so he had mentioned something about, you know, maybe I might be singing the national anthem. Um, and he was going to throw out the first pitch. Danny was? And so Danny, yeah, he threw out the first pitch, and then um, I sang the national anthem. So, again, that was like 60,000 people too. And that was my very first show ever, or show, you know, <laughs> performance with Danny he's like he called me he goes you're seeing the national anthem at Dodgers Stadium I'm like okay
1: oh my gosh that's so cool Talk about trial by fire I was like that is so cool I'm a huge Dodger fan and that's oh
2: yeah
1: that's so awesome uh when did you do that was that in 2019 or 2018 this was I
2: I want to see. 28, 17, okay, 16. It was like the first thing. This was before we recorded. Mama didn't lie. before okay. all, I was just getting started with Danny, and uh, I just stood up home plate, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I just stared straight ahead at the you know the flag because I was like, if I look around, I'm gonna start freaking out. <laughs> I'm like, just stare at the flag, be patriotic, sing the song, don't forget the words, and <laughs> <even> go. <laughs>
1: Okay, that was going to be my next question.
2: Thank the Lord it worked out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so my next question was going to be, did you already know all the the words to the national anthem and like the melody or did you have to practice it a lot?
2: I already knew it. I mean, from since when I was a kid, you know, I've been singing it since I was a kid, but um, growing up in Texas, but uh, I definitely practiced it, you know. The week or so of notice that I got, <laughs> I was practicing it every day, every day, every day, just to make sure.
1: That's so cool. I, that's a great story. Um, and it
2: was a huge honor. I mean, like, so my dad's a veteran. Okay. And there, I didn't know because I was straight ahead. Um, but there was a soldier standing behind me. Danny told me later. He's like, he was, you know, saluting the flag, and he said that um, when I was singing, he he got like emotional, this soldier, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's just yeah, that's it was an honor, yeah. definitely."
1: That's so cool. I feel like when you get with those kind of big times in life, there always seems to be something that's not a coincidence involved in it. Where you're like, "Oh, okay, that feels right," you know?
0: Yeah, it, it like it felt
2: right in my heart, you know? Like, okay, this yeah. is a moment, and yeah, it's scary, but it's like for the good of the bigger picture or whatever. So
1: yeah, for sure. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So if, if you don't mind, I kind of just want to, you know, uh, get, talk a little bit about, um, okay. So full disclosure, I was like, I got to see if I can find out some info on Tara so I can like have something to go with. But I saw, <laughs> I, I saw one thing that said you grew up in Corpus Christi and I was like, but I was like, I don't know if that's right, so I don't want to say that.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's right. I, Corpus Christi, Texas—that was uh, my home, and then before I moved out to LA, uh, you know, born and raised. And that actually is the same place where Selena came from. Oh wow! Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then who else? Uh, Eva Longoria is also from Corpus. Cool. So We have a
1: couple. You know, the Desperate Housewife. Uh, or what did you say? I said the desperate housewife. <laughs> desperate
2: housewife, yeah. I was like, her too. But mostly it's like, oh my God, Selena. And my mom actually met Selena um, at her grand opening. I don't know if you know that she had a little boutique. Uh, oh. Selena opened a little store. Yeah, actually oh. right across where my grandma lived. And uh, my mom was at that at that grand opening and shook her hand, got her card on her card. It has her signed, you know, her signature on it. And she, my mom just sent me a picture of that the other day. I was like,
1: no way I'm going to post this. This is so cool. That's so cool. So that was in, so Selena had the boutique in Corpus Christi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. And your mom was there in- for the grand opening. That's awesome.
2: It was there. So my mom is part, was, was part of the Hispanic chamber of commerce there in Corpus Christi. So she would go to, you know, the important businessy things um with latinos in the community yeah you look at me everyone's like okay what's this white girl talking about my mom's straight up from mexico my dad's background you know like from england so um but
1: yeah so what what was it uh what was it like corpus christi is where exactly in texas south north west east very south okay like
2: on the south side where there's, uh, the bay, the, um, or, or the Gulf of Mexico.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: So it's like practically in Mexico South, but it's, it's to the other side of Texas. So Got the you. East side.
1: And what was it like growing up there? I mean, what was, you know, as a kid in Corpus Christi, what was, what was it like?
2: A lot of good memories. I mean, the beach is right there. We're right on the coast. So okay, we'd cool. be there Padre Island a lot. If you know Padre Island. And it's also, um, there's like a couple navy bases down there, and um, it, it just it was kind of a slower pace of life. It's still a city, you know, but um, a lot of you know good people. And then Texas is just um, you walk down the street and people smile at you and say, "Hey, good morning, how's it going?" You know. When I moved to L.A., that was probably the biggest thing that I had to get used to. I was like, "Oh, if you pass someone." are not always going to say hi to you
1: yeah definitely <laughs> did
2: I do something wrong are they mad at me like it was I was in my head a lot <laughs> kidding now I'm like oh no they're just
1: busy it's cool yeah um <laughs> that's great yeah growing up by the beach is is a wonderful thing definitely so we're this oh, yeah. radio station is like two blocks from the beach so if you just like walk out oh. the front and walk down you get to East Beach Santa Barbara which is pretty awesome um, do you go there when you're done working, you're like, all right, I'm going to
2: just walk on the beach. Sometimes, I would do that. Yeah.
1: Sometimes. And also, uh, I'm a counselor, I'm a drug and alcohol counselor. So I take, uh, take my clients out for walks to the beach and stuff sometimes too. Yeah.
2: That's so good for the soul.
1: It is 100%. For what you
2: do. It's amazing. You're, you're doing God's work. That's so cool that you do that.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I believe that 100%. I don't think there's anything I need to ever do in my life career-wise other than this. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for that. Um, thank you for what you do. So how did you, um, like music, how did, you know, when you, like how old were you when when you realized maybe you heard something or, you know, because not everybody, music doesn't, this is what I've realized over the years, music does not touch people like it does me or someone like you where it becomes like part of my DNA and it's like this <laughs> song has like part of who I am and I, you know, it doesn't touch everyone like that. Uh, so mm-hmm. maybe just like, you know, how old were you when you started realizing that you really loved music and how did that progress? Well, I mean,
0: probably the first sign I, I couldn't even
2: walk yet. I was like one, year old um, and I don't know what, what time did people usually start walking whatever that time was it was before know. then
1: okay <laughs> perfect
2: <laughs> and my uh, my mom would play Elvis records They we had a record player and she'd play Elvis records and I would hoist myself up you know uh, there's a coffee table right there just so I can get some balance and I start dancing around and I couldn't even walk yet I was just like oh this is everything Music is great. I couldn't even, you know, walk or, or talk that much or whatever. But music I was instantly, you know, attracted to. And then um, when I realized I wanted to be a singer was probably uh, when I was five years old or so. Uh, whenever it was the first time I watched The Bodyguard.
1: Okay, nice.
2: Then <laughs> that, was, that was the moment. I, I remember watching the movie and just being a little, little kid. And when she was singing, I will always love you. And she hits that, you know, and you know, and I'm just like, and I remember getting emotional, like actually crying as a little kid. Cause it hit me right in my heart. And I remember looking at my mom and telling her that's what I want to do. I want to be a singer. Like I just knew it, you know?
1: Yeah. That's so cool. That how, how old were you? Uh,
2: Probably like five ish when I knew I want to be there. Yeah, like I knew it really early. I know a lot of people, you know, don't know or struggle with what am I gonna be when I grew up and I was really blessed to like learn that early and be like, Okay, well, I'm gonna just start working in that direction. So I was always in church choir, school choir, voice lessons, anything musical. I was I was all over it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's that's what I was gonna say. So you you know, you have the thought as a five-year-old you know kid like okay this is what I want to do so what were the next things that you're like okay I'm actually now I actually have to try and learn how to sing so did you did you were you uh was it easy for you in the beginning to start singing or did it take some practice or you know how did that go well
2: I've been I mean since I was, you know, really little singing along to the radio and my dad would love to play oldies and my mom would, she'd play oldies or she'd play uh, Spanish music, you know, like Tejano. Mm -hmm. So depending on who I was driving with, you know, I got to (laughs) learn all the songs. (laughs) And so I would just sing in the car the whole drive over and wherever we were going. And um, so I think a lot of it started off kind of being self-taught, just mimicking what I was hearing. Yeah. And this person makes their voice go up like this. Let me see if I can do it like this. But it was all like play. It didn't yeah. feel like, oh, time to start training. You know, it was just like, let me sing along. And um, and then, yeah, of course, in school, it was you know, choirs and uh, uh, church choir, school choir. And then my parents realized, oh, she's like really musical. We, we got to maybe get her into some professional like singing lessons. So I okay. started taking on one singing lessons uh once a week with uh, this lady dr Flossie hall baker I, <laughs> <laughs> I was okay so here's the thing i was a very shy kid yeah. i'm still pretty i believe it or not like it's weird that i'm in this industry but yeah. i'm very introverted, very shy
1: it seems I like danny's to like, gonna oh, help you break you that know. what do you say i said it seems like danny's gonna help you break that <laughs> i
2: know <laughs> i don't still still worked on it but yeah. um so I would just like okay I'd have all this anxiety about going and, and then once I was there I was just having a ball and then I'd be singing the whole ride home after the singing lessons so it, it worked out she was
1: awesome and was that were you about like getting close to high school at that time no that was in elementary school okay so you're still really young when you started uh what was her name
2: uh, Dr. Flossie Hallbaker. Oh. <laughs> she she was the, the choir teacher um, at my elementary school, and my oh, parents were okay. out to her, like, hey, would you, you know? And um, so I guess, yeah, I guess they worked something out because I was going every week for a long time and uh, having a, a lot of fun doing that.
1: Nice. Um, when was the, let me, hold on, let me check the time. Are you okay until six o'clock or what time? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm good. Because I have till 6, so we can totally go uh, till okay. 10. um Oh, let me let the listeners know. So uh, we're talking to Tara New, who is uh, – I played a ton of her music um, fr- at 4.30. Uh, her new singles – I guess they're new, right? Pretty new? Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, Mama <laughs> Didn't Lie and Satisfy My Soul. You can, you can hear those on Spotify, and you can check out the whole uh, – Chicano Soul Shop Volume 1 compilation on Trejo's music. And I'll keep playing it in the coming weeks so all my listeners can hear it. Yeah. Um, So Tara's and uh, actually Mr. Trejo himself joined us for about 30 minutes, which was awesome. And so we've got Tara um, staying on here with us. And okay, so what was the first? What was the first, I, I don't know if I want to say, like song you recorded or when did you, or I, I guess I should say, what was the first song you ever wrote? If you can remember, or if you don't mind sharing.
2: Oh no, I don't mind sharing. It's yeah. the question, can I remember? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, first song I ever wrote, uh, might've been this song uh, called Alice, so I, I, well, actually this plays into what you do. Um, okay. so I finished writing, uh, reading this book called Go Ask Alice. I don't know if you've ever, ever heard of it. I so, have. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I figured you probably have. Yeah. And, and it's about, a, a basically it's, um, a diary of a girl who slowly gets addicted to drugs and kind of goes down that rabbit hole and then unfortunately ends up, um, deceased from a drug overdose. Hmm. And it, I mean, it says like author by anonymous. So I think her family just like published it, maybe changed the name Yeah. and uh, real, you know, it's like a a real, and I finished reading that book. It was like three o'clock in the morning and I was just feeling really emotional about it and be like, oh, you know, and so I just started writing like a poem is what it started off to be.
0: And.
1: We have a slight connection problem. Let
2: me keep talking just in okay. case.
1: Okay, oh. you're good. You're good. <laughs> we're back. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened, but you're back. No worries. Okay, so the last I, thing we heard, you were you were touched, or you're feeling emotional about the ending of the of Go Ask Alice, and you and you started to write a poem.
2: Yes. So then it turned into a, a song, and then uh, a music video, actually, that I wrote and directed and casted for and everything.
1: So that was my first real. How old like, were you when, you when you did that? Uh,
2: Like 16, I think.
1: Dang. Ish. And you wrote and directed <laughs> and casted a music video? I did. <laughs> That's so cool. That is awesome. Is that available for public viewing?
2: <laughs> it is. Uh, it's on YouTube if anyone wants to go and
1: check it out. I would I love to check it out. In it. I look a little different, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's me that's so cool um and then were you still living in texas at that time i had just moved out to la okay and what was uh what brought you to los angeles
2: uh music that was the main goal i was like okay i can only do so much in corpus christi and i had done a lot of shows um there in corpus and then it was kind of like all right it's time to yeah move on to have more opportunities and, and to continue to grow in my um, creativity and, and what I can put out there.
1: Definitely. Did you have any connections out here or did you kind of dig? I have zero connections. <laughs> so it's like the classic. <laughs> Those are important, guys. Um, <laughs>
2: little did I know. <laughs> I just spent, you know, like however many years paying my dues and singing it, Little hole in the wall bars and open mics and karaoke nights and everything. Um, and for a, a shy introvert, you know, I really had to like kick myself in the butt to get out there and do it. And so that was always a an issue. Like, all right, just go face your fear, do it anyway, because <laughs> yeah. it felt right to to make music my life. So um.
1: Oh, that gives yeah. me chills. But, and then I
2: met Danny, and it was like everything got fast tracked, and I was like, oh, thank yeah. the Lord. This, 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 this is a journey man <laughs> like,
1: yeah no that's awesome it's like the it's like the classic um you know come to come to la and and just like i don't want to sound like super corny but like take a shot at your dreams you know i mean yeah no, but that's sure. really what it is that's really what it is that's you know it is and, um, and and
2: some people get it within you know a month they just they get a series regular on a, a tv show yeah. you know in the podcast off and then they pick up, you know, five more seasons, and and they're like, "What are you talking about? It's not hard, like, to make it in yeah, LA." I'm well, like, "Just,
1: yeah. just stop." <laughs> I'm a firm, I'm a firm believer that if you start, if you start from the bottom at something, and you work as hard as you possibly can, and you grind mm-hmm. and you grind and you just persevere, when you when you finally reach your goal and you look back, it feels it feels a lot better, you know, than if something, anything that's ever been handed to me in my life is awesome. But anything that I've worked my absolute hard, my absolute hardest at and fallen on my face and made mistakes and wanted to Mm. quit, wanted to quit and been like, this sucks. I'm going to not do it. But then persevering Mm -hmm. and then accomplishing the goal and then looking back on it, it it always feels, you know, it feels so good. And so I'm, I'm super happy that that you had that experience.
2: Yeah, me too. I mean, it really is. It's that much more rewarding and you never take it for granted, you know? Yeah. And I think i came at a, a point in my life where, you know, I'm at an age where I can fully see what it is and the scale yeah. of what it is, how much I, you know, appreciate it.
1: Definitely. So, so how many years <laughs> were you, how many years were you, um, going around LA and, and playing small shows and, like, were you working? Or did you have like a job?
2: Yeah. Oh god, I had I had <laughs> all the jobs.
1: <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> yeah. I
2: mean, well, cool, because I had to keep a, a schedule that was as open as possible, yeah. so I didn't go to an audition or you know an opportunity to sing somewhere. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I, like I bartended a lot. Um, I did you know event staffing? You know where you kind of walk around holding a Tray of order
0: <laughs> you like
2: one um, and I did uh, you know receptionist jobs like all the all the random things you can think of. Um, and then yeah no it was years. I mean from before between Corpus Christi and LA I mean I've been trying to pursue a singing career for I mean well in my first a professional singing gig was when I was 10. And that was in Baltimore, Maryland. There was this national honor choir that um, was holding auditions and they selected me and I was like the youngest one that they picked. And so that was, uh, that was a trip. So that was my first um, taste of like professional singer life. And from that point, I just yeah, kept chugging away. And, um, and then in LA it was like yeah, 10 years plus. And, um, and then I auditioned for Danny. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank
1: you. Okay, hold on one second. Sorry. One second. I'm like right in the middle of a big interview right now. I'm out of here in 10 minutes. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Okay, I'll make sure I leave it open no you're good so sorry see this is the beauty oh, this is the beauty of community radio i'm in a community center and they're and we're just starting to bring back like aa meetings and and after school things so he needed to make sure that i left the door open for the ladies that are coming at six o'clock <laughs>
2: oh nice yeah. well, that's a good thing yeah hey this
1: isn't power 106 or anything we're just you know we're diy <laughs> here um okay so can, you, awesome. can you take well, me I'm back flattered
2: big interview
1: by the way <laughs> well to me it is yeah can you uh okay go can, can you take me back to your first professional gig at age 10 uh
2: okay so I had to do a blind audition tape and um this was via my singing coach Dr. Flossie Hallbaker and okay. she's like there's thing in Baltimore and if you want you can audition for it and see how it goes and I was like okay and so we recorded myself on a little um something I don't even remember and um and then they sent it in and they picked me and so we ended up yeah flying out to Baltimore Maryland I was there for a few days it was my first time ever on a plane I remember like (laughs) my mom went with me and um yeah it was it was a trip there was a bunch of kids and we had this big old like there's orchestra and everything and we had to learn all these songs repertoire for a whole concert and uh, yeah that was my first taste of like oh professional (laughs) this is cool
1: (laughs) um okay I always have to be mindful of the time because these things go so yeah yeah. these things go by so uh fast for me um yeah so you're out in LA oh what I was gonna say is that and sorry about the interruption by the way it's just that's no worries you're, again, you're not on a big commercial station. We're just, you know, but the big interview just made
0: my day, so it didn't matter. <laughs> okay. Um, oh yeah,
1: definitely. Um, okay, so what I was gonna say is that yeah, you don't seem okay. You don't seem shy or introverted at all. Like with uh, in the music videos, it's like I remember watching the uh, the Mama Didn't Lie one. At first, and thinking like, man, like she must be an actress or something, or you must like, <laughs> or, or you must have done acting roles or something, because it was like so. You look like so confident and so just like, you know, all you know. I'm gonna like, I don't know, like you're you're all the with like, and all the guys hanging out around you, and you're kind of just like, yeah, like I'm the star of this. <laughs> I'm the star of this scene right now, and you just look like so natural, you know. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean,
2: of course. I was having a good time, but there's always that, you know, nervousness in the background that I try to just turn into excitedness, you know, because uh, it's very similar in your brain if you're nervous or you're excited. So yeah. if I'm nervous, I just tell myself, I'm so excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. And then I just kind of trick myself into it.
1: <laughs> That's good. I'm going to try that. Yeah, try it. Try that.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I Yeah,
2: tricks from a young age because I was just debilitatingly shy
1: Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome
2: yeah and and then I have done acting um I mean when in Rome you know I was like all right well I'm gonna live in LA and there's gonna be some downtime between music stuff so I um I've done some commercials and some tv stuff uh here and there
1: like what kind of uh any commercials or tv stuff the people would have seen
2: uh yeah, uh, I did a sonic commercial at one point. I was like the car hop and I got to roller skate all day. That was super fun. That's
1: <laughs> so cool. I love Sonic.
2: <laughs> yeah. And um and then I did a, a promo for American Horror Story.
1: Oh nice. That was
2: pretty insane because they had to have one of these millipedes like crawl down my face. And yeah. I remember the asked me, they're like, Wait, okay, before we cast you, are you okay with bugs? I'm like mm. <laughs> What kind of
1: book? <laughs> <laughs> and, and have you seen a Philippine or like a Senate, you know, with the, all the. Oh, heads. yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen it's that. Pretty I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen that promo, like, or I remember it from TV from American like, Horse Story. Platinum
2: blonde hair.
1: I think and I remember I, that. I was, I'll look it up, though.
2: At that time. Yeah. So it's the angle is like from above. Okay. And so it's my head, and then I slowly move my head up to where you can see, like, a little you know, a bit of my eyes and a little bit of my nose. So people are like blonde hair, blue eyes, oh it's Lady Gaga. I'm like, nope. It's me. <laughs> and this oh, yeah. thing is crawling on my head. So the vision that they had was like okay a part in the middle with like platinum blonde hair. You're <laughs> just cracking
1: up. Oh it's good, it's funny. I'm just like I love to hear the behind the scenes of these kind of things because like Yeah. When they air on TV, you're like, oh, it looks so cool. But then, like, now we're getting the behind the scenes.
2: <laughs> no, this thing, okay, his name was Barney, the little the little guy, right? Oh, he had a Not name? <laughs> this This millipede, that's what it's called, a millipede. Okay. Anyone who knows millipede is, go look it up because you're about to freak out. Okay. So I have a part in the center of my head, platinum blonde hair, and then this millipede is, like, dark. It's, like, black, right? Yeah. With It's, like, pink for some reason. That's a thing. Okay. So it's crawling down the center of my part and then it starts to go down my forehead and I didn't want the little guy to drop. So I moved my head up to like give him more ground to walk on But it was my face. (laughs) And this thing goes over my eyeball. And I was like, okay, should I probably close my eyes? But I'm like, you know what? This is going to be an amazing shot. I'm just going to keep it open. Right. And I could hear the director as they're like filming this thing crawling across my eyeball. And He's like, "Oh yes, yes!" Like it was like money. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, happy with me.
1: <laughs> That's so awesome. Thanks for sharing that story. Um, yeah. The other thing I was gonna say before the interruption <laughs> happened was that you know you're you're because we're almost out of time, but you're going through LA uh, or living in LA, and like at that time, music's not paying the bills yet. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, it'll
2: it'll be one bill or like half a bill. That was a
1: rat. Yeah, yeah. So that's like uh, in the you know the the hardcore and punk community that I am you know, a part of and interview like everybody is like in all the bands and all my friends and everyone like they all have jobs. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. And so I know people that have, like they've like quit their jobs to go on tour. You know, because they're like, yeah, it's like oh well. Um, but yeah, I guess I can't really go into too much more cause we're almost out of time, but I just want to give you like the last, uh, couple minutes, um, just like closing thoughts, you know, or, or anything you want to say about, you know, what you have out right now, what we can expect from you. I don't think we need to do the whole social media plug cause I've posted your stuff. If you want to do that, you totally can, but kind of just like what you're excited about right now, what's coming up. Uh, what can we look forward to um, and anything else you want to, you want to say?
2: Um, so I'm excited about this album that's about to come out under Treo's Music. It's going to be called uh, Treo's Soul Collection, Volume 1. And then we're going to do Volume 2 and 3 and 4. So yeah. this 1st is going to have two of my songs on it. Um, and I'm particularly excited because they're songs that I wrote, um, whereas Mama Didn't Lie was a cover. Yeah who uh, are, like, written from the heart, you know. Um, yeah. Satisfy my, my Soul was written in collaboration with um, Joey Quinones and Baby Bash wrote his own rap in it, and then I wrote, you know, the verses and stuff. Yeah. Um, song drama, I I wrote all the lyrics and the melodies and, and everything, and I got with Joey um, for the music. I had it in my head, and I was, like, kind of like this, and I would hum it, and then he would, like, find the chords for it, so... So, it, from a creative standpoint, I'm really excited about this album and the music videos that you know go with the songs to come out.
1: Nice, it's really rewarding. Are um, those will be coming out like this summer or later.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty soon. I know they already released one of the singles from the album, so I think yeah. they might release one time and then here's the whole album. You can get it here, and nice. you know because song I think has a corresponding music video, and they want to release those individually to give them all, all a, a lot of attention each.
1: Definitely, are we gonna get a Terra new LP, like just you?
2: Danny and I have been talking about that because he's mentioned like, because I've got a bunch of songs that are just kind of sitting there like waiting to be released. Yeah, you
1: gotta do <laughs> it.
2: On. He's like, let's do an album where it's just all your stuff yeah. and that way. So I, that's in the coming Hopeless at some point.
1: romantic part two.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey that's a, that's an idea you know they're gonna yeah. be some old classic songs anyway
1: might as well <laughs> yeah thank you for letting me play that record because it's a, that's a big thank part of, yeah it. that's a big part of what i do when i interview artists is i i like to go i like to play their whole discography or songs from from their entire collection um mm-hmm. so thanks for allowing me to do that um, it was so cool that you played it thank you yeah definitely Okay, well, that's all the time we have, unfortunately. That went by really fast, but I just want to say thank you so, so much. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll stay in contact. Um, you know, when the new mm-hmm. when the new stuff comes out, videos and all that, um, I will definitely be playing you know uh, the new songs on the radio. And um, if we ever want to do a follow up interview for, you know, the release the full release of Soul Collection or the full release mm-hmm. of something. I mean, again, we are a community radio station, but it's Casa de la Raza. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about the people. It's all about just, like, the DIY, you know, the whole thing. Um, so we're always going to be here. Um, I think that's
2: the best. You guys are, you know, approachable, available. We can get stuff done. And I would love to, you know, come back. And, and we, all, we have another artist, Twixie, that, like Danny was talking about. So I would love for you to interview her as yeah. well.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Just. Link- yeah. Heather just send me an email. I mean, you have my contact info, so just send me an email <laughs> and we can totally coordinate that. Um, okay. and yeah, I hope you have
2: a, me. Oh, I really, yeah, appreciate it. yeah no, like
1: my... I think
2: it's just
1: Yeah. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the pleasure is mine. And to get Danny on here was super cool. I hope I did. I was trying to be like, I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm going to try to not be starstruck. I'm going to like... You were cool. You were good.
2: <laughs> it was just the right amount of like, oh, wow, Danny Trejo. And yeah. okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was good. <laughs> okay. All right, Tara. Well, you have a wonderful rest of the day. Uh, I will Thank talk to you, you soon. Too. And take care. Okay, you too. Thank you so okay, much for having me. No worries. Bye. Bye.